You are listening to The Pregnancy Podcast with Vanessa Merton. Hello, and thank you for tuning into this Q&A episode of The Pregnancy Podcast. You can visit PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash Q&A to find all of the past question and answer episodes or to submit a question for a future episode. This week's question comes from Monica, who wrote me and said, At my 20-week anatomy scan, I was diagnosed with single umbilical artery. It seems to affect 1 in 100 pregnancies. I am so nervous. My doctor said not to worry, but I know that there are several risks involved with this diagnosis. I have read that if there are no other issues and it is isolated, that there isn't too much to worry about. Here are a couple things I've read that I would like to confirm and learn more about. First, most of the growth issues with single umbilical artery babies don't appear until later in pregnancy. Second, there seems to be an increased need for C-section or early induction due to doctors being concerned with stress on the baby's heart. Any info would be really helpful. Monica, it sounds like you already started your research on this topic. To fill anyone else in on what single umbilical artery is... Normally, the umbilical cord has one vein, which is carrying oxygenated blood from the placenta to your baby, and two arteries that take the deoxygenated blood from your baby back to the placenta. A single umbilical artery means that instead of two arteries carrying deoxygenated blood from your baby, there is only one. This is the most common umbilical abnormality, and it incurs in about 1% of pregnancies with a single baby. It's much more common with twins or multiples and occurs in about 5% of those. This is usually diagnosed during an ultrasound, and unfortunately, we just don't have any idea why this happens. Combined with other test results, single umbilical artery could be an indicator of abnormalities or complications. If you were diagnosed with a single umbilical artery, it's likely that your care provider will want to do some further testing. This does put your baby at a higher risk for some complications, and your care provider is going to want to look out for those. They may recommend an amniocentesis to look for chromosomal abnormalities. If you were considering this test, it is an invasive test, so it comes with some risks. And I covered this in detail in episode 16, and I will link to that in the show notes. They may also recommend an echocardiography to examine your baby's heart. If all of the other results from tests and ultrasounds are coming back normal, a single umbilical artery by itself is not usually a big deal. And the majority of the time, you and your baby will go on to be perfectly healthy without any other complications. In a study of 885 babies, researchers found that babies with a single umbilical artery had a 6.77 times greater risk of congenital anomalies. The most common of these are related to their genitals or urinary organs, followed by cardiovascular and then musculoskeletal relating to the formation of their muscles and bones. Babies with a single umbilical artery are also at a 15.35 times greater risk of chromosomal abnormalities. As I mentioned, your care provider will likely recommend additional testing to rule these out. If there don't appear to be any other defects, your baby can still be at an increased risk for being born prematurely, being born with some growth restriction, so they may be small for their gestational age. The study concludes that an increased surveillance may improve pregnancy outcomes. I will, of course, put a link to this study in the show notes if you want to read further. 
Another study I will link to found that the presence of isolated single umbilical artery is independently associated with an increased risk for intrauterine growth restriction, which is babies that are small for their gestational age and preterm delivery. Monica, I didn't find too much regarding growth issues not appearing until later in the pregnancy. Single umbilical artery usually isn't diagnosed until the second trimester. You mentioned that you found out in week 20. If this prompts your doctor to be looking more closely at your baby's growth in the latter half of your pregnancy, that could be why they're not seeing as much growth restriction early on, just because they're not looking specifically for that. To answer the second part of your question, there is a higher risk of an issue with your baby's heart if they have single umbilical artery. Often you will go through an echocardiogram, which is going to enable your care provider to take a closer look at your little one's heart to make sure that everything is developing normally. If they do find anything that makes them concerned about how your baby's heart will do in the stressful event of birth, yes, they could recommend a cesarean section. If this is recommended by your doctor, the two of you are really just going to need to work together and go through all of the risks and benefits to decide what's best for you and your baby. Monica, my heart goes out to you. I know that this can be really scary, but there is good news. Your care provider caught this now, and they're taking measures to look at some other possible issues so that they can do their absolute best to make sure that your baby ends up as healthy as possible and safely in your arms after birth. I really encourage you to ask your doctor or midwife as many questions as you have, and the two of you really need to work together to plan your care accordingly. There is a high likelihood that your baby is going to be perfectly healthy, and I will be keeping my fingers crossed for you. Keep me posted on how everything is going. You can see notes and resources for this episode in the show notes at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash SUA. I hope you are enjoying the new weekly Q&A episodes, and if you have a question you would like me to answer, you can submit it at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash Q&A. 